What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the HK Video Game Experience. I'm Hollywood, the gentleman gamer Cole, here with Clear, the bad gamer dad, Fire. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, man? What's going on, brother? Nothing, dude. It's been too long since we had a podcast, and I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. Yeah, I've been wanting to talk about this one for a while. Um, Dreamcast Mini Rumors and the Hyperkin N64. Or we'll probably go into the little N64 rumor. Uh, And some other drama. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a lot to talk about. This is a late night game chat. It's our new little thing here. Uh, Not giving up on, not, not, uh, foregoing any other topics uh, that the that you've come to know and love with the H&K video game experience, but we do a little late night game chat sometimes. So it's kind of a little news thing, kind of just to chop up some of the games uh, chats that we've been wanting to talk about. Uh, so, before we do though, I do want to have to put a little apology out to British because so um, we were supposed to do this last Tuesday. And British is new uh, to the to the podcast, and um, we were all getting ready to record, and then Clear hit us with some kind of a tragedy that happened, and said, "I can't record." We was recorded at eight thirty at night, and it was like eight fifteen. It was eight fifteen. It was exactly eight fifteen when I dropped that text, and I, I I feel horrible about it, and I've missed the doing the podcast since then. So yeah, so I had to send a message fault. to British. Uh, sorry for the. Um, we can't do the podcast. And she just sent us a thumbs up. I li- liked the thing. So I don't know. Um, I didn't hear from her. I, I kind of forgot about it. I didn't hear from her all day or all the way leading up to it. You know, so I was like, well, you know, I, I didn't even think about it. I felt bad, but um, I don't know if she was going to do it or not. To be honest with you, she's uh, she's busy for this one as well. So I don't know if she's, I can tell by her text tone. She's probably not interested in doing podcast anymore with us so that's sad man that's very sad i I hope that's not the case i hope that she Uh, yeah rekindles the fire i can tell and and roars back in with us but this guy here i got to put on blast coast of minority i'm putting you on blast my friend what you done done fool right now well no you were there oh so i said so i hit up i hit up coastal y'all want to do a podcast uh, late night game chat on the Hyperkin, on Hyperkin's upcoming 64 clone. I'm sure it will lead to some good N64 discussion. We can start start it by talking about the Dreamcast mini rumors. All right. And then what is, so I'm asking, so I send this to Coastal and Clear. Coastal goes, I want those Dreamcast mini rumors to be true. This is word for word. And then I said, that was, so I sent the message at 7.50 a.m., October 12th. So 1030 <laughs> later, Eric, Eric Coastal goes, I want those Dreamcast mini rumors to be true. I said, do you want to do the podcast? I mean, dude, that's what I'm trying to ask you, you know. I said, do you want to do the podcast? That was at 1024. At 110, he responds with a picture of his game closet. It says, got another box to get through. My lack of internet has forced my retro gaming hand. What do y'all know about that Captain Power at the top of the Wii? And then you said, I know it's at the top of the Wii. <laughs> and so obviously he didn't want to do the do the podcast because he never even answered. He, he keeps deflecting. Go- he straight ghosted us. Well, no, he deflects. So what? So where he learned this from back in the day, the bullet do- used to do this all the time. But it I'm only calling out it, the bullet too. Well, all no, because right. the bullet does it in a way. It only works. It doesn't work on text, Coastal. It doesn't work on text. It only works in deflections. You, act, you can act like you didn't hear it, but when it takes you an hour to read it, just say no, man. I don't want to do that podcast. That's all you got to say, dude. Don't deflect. But, but because it only then you works leave for us in mystery. You leave leave us in mystery, and we're just we don't know what to think, man. So, are you? Let's <laughs> just leave it alone. It. You should have told <laughs> yeah, me because I'm, I'm gonna leave it alone here. before I before I get 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 them now because I can. I, no, I so really I put you on blast, coaster. Nice. Where you at? Why don't you just say no? It's okay, man. Just don't, say no. Don't don't be scared to say no. So, but he deflected it. He deflected it off. So he would have, he would have been here, but we don't know. We don't know the truth. We do know maybe, the truth, but he never said the truth. Maybe one day we'll get Coastal's rebuttal, but I th- I doubt it. And we'll get his rebuttal one day. I'm sure He's he has scared. an excellent, an excellent excuse for ignoring the questions that I asked twice in a row in, in Facebook Messenger. Oh yeah. So, um, so what did you what did you have to say? I know you had said you had something so, to say. 
mine. You putting somebody uh, on blast? I'm not putting anybody on blast. <laughs> well, well, I'm kind of putting some body on blast, but it's like Uh-oh. a whole bunch of bodies. CD Projekt Red. Oh, no, what this is, is good. going on with you? We have gotten in the news today. Now, when y'all hear this, this will be a little bit older, so you just have to bear with us. But today, when we're recording this, this is October 27th, CD Projekt Red comes out and says, we're pushing the delay, we're delaying Cyberpunk 2077 again by another 21 days. Because we feel that it's too hard to put out this game for nine different consoles, so we need more time. And I'm like, look, guys, I get it. It's hard making a game during COVID. I totally get that. But why, when you know that you're already having this constraint, why are you giving release dates that you pretty much know that are going to be close to impossible to make? And then coming back and say, we got to push it back again, push it back again, push it back again. Look. In my opinion, you've overhyped the game at this point. If this game ain't perfect, and yes, I'm throwing out my southern ain't on this one. If it ain't perfect, it's got it better be flawless you pushing it back this much. And I'll give you a little bit a little bit of leeway just because when you dropped Witcher 3, you did almost the same thing, but it wasn't constant release date after release date, release date. After it got pushed back once or twice, you just kind of left it alone and then finally gave us a drop date. This you're pushing it every time you have a, every time you have, you have a little bit of pushback, you're pushing that date back, pushing that date back. Guys, just go ahead and tell us you're going to drop it in 2021 and be done with it. I mean, cuz that's what's going to happen. You're gonna, it's going to get pushed back again because if they're saying that they're having problems doing development for nine consoles because they even included Stadia on it, which I think is the worst move for them that's going to slow them down the most oh because gosh. it's going to have the problems, just go ahead and say it's going to come out in 2021 and then I'll start getting hype again. I mean, I read on one of the posts that uh, from uh, one of the dad gamer groups that I'm in on Facebook where one dad gamers had this game on pre-order for two years two years <laughs> and so th- to me it's like to me when i saw that i'm like man you know what hollywood really does have a point quit giving these game companies your money before they even have the game out and they'll get the game out to you when they should i mean it's just one of those things they've got they've got so much of the so much of everybody's money from all these pre-orders that now they're taking it lax and yes i'm giving cd project red one of the best game developers out there right now a little bit of fire but they deserve it because they shouldn't have done the way they've done it with this yes the hype trailers have been awesome keanu reeves in that first cut trailer awesome looks beautiful you could have left it at that and then told me come in 2021 man i'd have been all hyped for it the entire time now i'm just kind of burned out on it i mean hollywood i don't know how you feel about it but you know just following it i've kind of gotten a little burnout on it already and the game hadn't even dropped yet well it's going to be perfect, um, and it's a little bit – so what, what I was talking about with the re- reservations and stuff, if you'd have pre-ordered the game, so the fact that they are pushing it back shows that they're a good company because if they, everybody pre-ordered the game and they had enough pre-orders, they would have said, hey, we know we're going to sell you know, $15 million right off the gate. We don't have to have it perfect because we're already going to make X amount of money already, so we can make it perfect later. So that would be – with the downfall would be to pre-order. But even though they do have these pre-ordered games, they're pushing them back. Now, you got to remember, this is their fourth game. So it's going to be good, man. I mean, I'm willing to bet it's going to be it's going to be good. I don't I didn't mind the pushback at all, partly because, you know, Witcher 3, they might have pushed it back a little bit. But, you know, they got these different systems. And I don't know if that's true or not. I know what they said. I don't know if they're telling the truth or not. I assume they are. I'm assuming that has something to do with it, but it may not be like the 100 percent truth is what I'm asking. It's not the only thing that contributed to it. Um and I don't know how open world the game is, all the different things, if it's something like an Elder Scrolls or even Witcher was pretty open world. And when you have that, the last piece of the game that gets done is all the, the stupid little dumb bugs that are so boring to find yep. and fix. And nobody wants to do that until the very last minute. And so they're just working out little bugs. Um, and But this pushes it back. This begs the question now for somebody like me and probably multiple people, do I wait and to get it on PS5 now, right? Because when are the PS5 is going to be popping back up? 2021? Okay, great. I'll just wait till after Christmas and get it on PS5 instead of PS4 maybe. I don't know. 
It just depends on the PS5 situation. <clears throat> there's there's so many factors that that make this uh, make it a better idea for them to just go ahead and push it back to 2021. I mean the the PS5 factor right there alone. I mean Xbox Series X for even that matter because it's going to be hard to get as well. I mean it, it, at least its first few months because they they did not produce enough. I know they didn't. Um, that I've read many articles that the PS5 has outsold their actual you know ability for producing and people have already gotten emails from the companies that they've pre-ordered their xbox series x and s for that matter um that they're not going to get it delivered until december january and february of next year so it's crazy that uh, that those are getting pushed back just go ahead and push this back because the plan for this game originally was to be a next gen game just go ahead and push it back and be done with it make it a next gen game you know, for someone like you, Hollywood, since you know you didn't pre-order the systems or whatnot, I'd honestly wait on it. You know, sit on it and wait until you can get that PS5, and then buy it. Then that's what I would do. I mean, even though you pay ten dollars more for it, the problem is, is if you start it on PS4 and then you bring it over to your PS5, you got to start all over. So I mean, if you want to start all over, that's fine. But if you're just only halfway through the whole, you know, the the whole story of the game, and you get the PS5, you don't want to kick over to the PS5 you still go play it on your ps4 it'll almost be pointless to port it over to your ps5 unless you just have this awesome replay value to it that you just really want to play it again from start to finish yeah it's like you said what value the graphics gonna are the graphics gonna do you know you can see i posted something on facebook uh h and k uh page or whatever that just said um had a good video of the in the 2k 21 basketball game side by side one on ps5 and one on ps4 and you you got to decide if it was worth the ten dollars more or not um and you know both of them looked phenomenal really i don't it's just kind of crazy so how much you know is it worth the wait or whatever because i mean well, i didn't jump onto the ps4 bandwagon for a while i played xbox 360 for a while I think we played Destiny on. No, uh, we played Destiny, uh, Destiny was one of your first. That's games the first that you ones got on, on PlayStation. PS4. I got the P- Destiny PlayStation Four. That's right. We played uh, Grand Theft Auto on 360, um, Diablo three on 360, and uh, stuff like that, and then end up buying them again on PS4. But um, you know, we were playing those games because it's the same kind of thing. Because nobody jumped on board right away, and it's hard to jump on board when you don't have enough systems. So anyway, exactly, it's I mean, frustrating. It's just- it's frustrating, you know. Don't get me wrong. Do I think that it's going to be a good game? Yes, it's going to be a good game. CD Projekt Red hadn't put out a bad egg yet. Now, will they eventually? There's a chance for that. I mean, everybody has has a stumble somewhere. But I think this one's going to be a good game. It's just frustrating seeing how they keep on pushing it back and not really just taking a step back and say, okay, instead of pushing it back this 21 days, although I do know a lot can happen in 21 days, especially in the programming world, instead of just going, hmm, 21 days, hmm, why don't I just push it back to 2021 because we're already almost there anyway at that point. We push it back to then, make it a January release. One, there's not going to be many games that are going to be released in January, so you get a bigger hit. And two, people still got the Christmas money. Come out and well, buy your, you know. That's what so. it is. It's Christmas. It's the holiday season. But I was thinking about this too, man. And it's funny you mentioned Cyberpunk. I mean, I guess I saw the same thing you did. It maybe got me thinking about it. But seriously, think about it for a second. What do you think about Keanu Reeves being in? Is that good or bad? It's it's so it's, 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 it's for me it's mixed. Yeah. It's good because I really like Keanu. I think he does yeah, some great work. Yeah. Except for except for his um, John Wick movies, I never got into the John Wick movies. I didn't like them. It just wasn't my <laughs> style. But I love his other movies. He's just great. You know, Bill and Ted, excellent, excellent, bogus adventure, and you know, all that. Loved all that. And, you know, he he's a great actor. He does a really good job at his stuff. But it's also a double edged sword because when you put somebody like a Keanu in there. You gotta have hotness. If that game ain't hotness, it's gonna hurt bad because it's gonna hurt not only Keanu, but it's gonna hurt the game too. So it's just one of those things where, you know, I've seen games before when they did that. I mean, let's take Gears of War Five for instance. They're putting Dave Bautista as the I forget the lead character's name because I don't play Gears Gears of War, but I will be playing it when I get the Xbox Series X because hey, it's a chance to play it. But they put him there, and you know how big Batista's gotten. You know, he was Drax on Guardians of the Galaxy, really popular and everything. But when I listened to that voice 
<laughs> from him it's hard to separate from the Drax right. it's hard to separate from that typecast he's been cast in so to me that hurts that game just a little bit even though Dave Bautista is a big gamer he's very been pushing really hard to t- be that character which I get it because he does kind of sim- have similarities and looks kind of similar to him and, and he's going to do a good job but I think it's going to hurt the game just a little bit because you've got that typecast character Keanu of course is not a typecast person but you've got somebody big big name right there and if he's only in it for like this small little bit or just these commercials and you don't see him you know, throughout the game if he's not an NPC throughout the game it's totally going to discredit all of that, you know, because you're using that marketing strategy. Let's put that the best little piece in there and then nothing else of him in the game. If that's all it is of him in the game, then it's to me that 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 sucks because I want to see Keanu in the game now. His character looked awesome. I love the whole, you know, android metallic arm he had and everything. It just looked it looked like a great character. And I want to see what he does. But if he's only there to say, hey, guys, I'm Keanu and that's it. You know, no, that's going to suck. You he'll know? be in a good capacity, but it just, to me, the big thing is you got a named actor, just like you said, pulling you out of it. And I think about, you know, and I get in one of these worlds like this, this cyberpunk world. I want to be lost in it. And then Keanu comes along, and a good actor can make you believe he's a character. And I'm sure Keanu's going to do that. And I'm sure it's going to be great. But just kind of food for thought out there. Imagine if you're playing Witcher 3 and you roll up on. You know, Liam Nielsen or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. what are you doing in Witcher 3's world? You know what I'm saying? It's just a, it kind of, does that pull yeah. you out of the experience or that, keep you going? Because that's so, kind of the thing that I'm worried about the most with it. So a good actor to show that they can actually pull you into the experience is Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is the Joker. He is by far 100% the best Joker that they could have ever gotten for the Batman Arkham series, the Batman game series. I mean, he is an amazing Joker. You can't tell me any different. I'm sorry. I, that That is one I'll fight anybody on. Mark Hamill is one of the top Jokers out there. But you don't think of Mark Hamill when you hear that. You think of the Joker. He made you dive into that character. The way that they're doing Keanu is, is he's not given a character. You don't hear his character name. You just see Keanu, and that's all they left it as, and it's Keanu. And so it's kind of this figure of this person that's going to pull you a little bit out of that because you're going to fanboy over that and be like, oh, it's Keanu, you know? And I mean, it's okay to do that because he is an awesome actor, but you didn't give him a character. You didn't give him like a. Other than he looks cool, you didn't give him like a character to kind of grow in that world. You know, with him, with John Wick, you don't look and see, oh, that's Keanu. No, you see John Wick. Everybody sees John Wick. Other ones, you know, when he did Bill and Ted, you saw his characters. You know, when he did any of his other movies, except for when he played himself, you saw those characters. And even when he did play himself, he didn't play himself as real. He played it as a joke, and you could see it differently, and it fit the movie. I'm afraid that they didn't set it up like that, and he's not going to fit the game like he should. That, that's kind of you know, kind of like well, saying, saying what you're saying. It's just I'm sure he'll fit it fine, and I'm sure it's going to be awesome. I'm not knocking Keanu. I'm just saying. Oh uh, no, definitely not. He, uh, I'm sure he's going to fit fine. Keanu, and I'm it's not knocking be, you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Just so sorry. Yeah, just <laughs> 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 sorry. I had to throw uh, you off there. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be fine. I mean, we. I'm thinking of Until Dawn, where that was uh, a lot of actors, Rami Malek, uh, Hayden Penitary. But it was more like a movie. Like I'm watching it. I'm expecting it to kind of just. I mean, I'm playing a little bit. But this one, I am a character character in the in the game in the until dawn you play each of those characters but i'm my own character that i've developed that i've done this and then along comes keanu which is cool you know it'd be cool if well i was gonna say if keanu is keanu in the thing you're like oh dude this is awesome so this is like earth but uh no nah, i'm just that, that would be stupid now that i think about it but i, mean, I don't know could, man it could work like that too <clears> but just, it, it, it just all depends on how they make it work you know so far the way i see it it's been more of a marketing strategy than it's been, oh, Keanu's a character in the game. And that's well, they're what not going to pay of. him a bunch of money to disappear. I'm, I'm sure he's going to be a character. Because then he's, doesn't he come to you and like lift you up and say, you know. I, that's, see, that's not, that's, I, I don't know. I haven't seen enough gameplay to know exactly yeah. how his NPC fits. If it's just a one-off NPC thing or if it's, you know, more. There's no way it's a one-off. Um, I hope not. I guarantee, I guarantee you, so we're not a one-off. Um, but anyway, so 
that it's just funny because I just think about The Witcher Three and how that would impact people. You know, you don't see. Um, I can't think right now. Every time we do these, this so late, man, my, my mind is already <laughs> f- uh, fried well, from the entire day of well, work. I mean, and dealing with I mean kids. let's just let's just look at it as a Witcher Three. If you put in somebody in there, I mean, let, let's like who's the Witcher? Who, what's the guy's name? Henry Cavill Can't, played yeah, Henry. So if Henry was Witcher Three in the game. It wouldn't be the same, man. I mean, it's like got to be. Geralt has to be Geralt. He's his own thing. Same way for. But uh, in the show, you got to admit, you got to admit. Well, in the, the show, show is fine. I'm talking about in the game. The game I, is I know, like. I know. Hang on. Well, you, you, you got you got what's her name? Um, uh, Yennefer, Trish, and, and Yennefer. They're brand yeah. new. You know, not named known actresses, and yeah. that's what makes it awesome. I mean, you know, to, to me, because it's a fresh face and everything. So anyway. I'm thinking so. So just let me hear me out on this for real quick. So I feel like that Henry Cavill brought Geralt to life very well in that series. I think that he played Geralt the way that he would have been in that period of the you know game. I mean, it's not really the game period. It's kind of a mix of it, and it's kind of you know weird twisted timeline because it's not quite Witcher Three timeline. It's some before, some during. It's it's all of that and. I think he brought him to life. If he would have been the character model for Witcher 3 at the beginning, I think it would have been the same thing. I don't think it would have changed because then you would be seeing Henry Cavill's face as Geralt. That's just my opinion. But here's here's my point. You know who... uh, So he he did do a good job playing Geralt, but he didn't do a good job playing Geralt as Geralt did. And, you know, and it sounds kind of silly, but Geralt is the guy in the game. You know, if it was anybody else playing Geralt, then that's what it would be. It would have been Henry Cavill playing Geralt in the game, not Geralt being Geralt. Because that guy has become Geralt. And again, that's my point is that when you talk about Keanu and everything, it's not an actor playing a character. It is that character. And so, I don't know, man. It's uh, You can get as deep as you want about it, but that's, you know, Yennefer is Yennefer in the game. That girl that played Yennefer in the Netflix played Yennefer. So that's not the real Yennefer. The real Yennefer is in the game, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I'm sure to the people that read the books uh, before the game, you know, thought, well, that's well, the, the video game adaptation of the real Yennefer. Exactly. Yeah, you just you get into that, you know, now you're getting your, into your head images and all that, too. And yeah, that's, that's where it gets way out, you know. But when you do a video game character in a game that deep, you can make them look or and you know look and obviously act, but you can make an actor act, but look any way you want to, and you don't have to worry about disguising it. So I don't know. It's just uh maybe it's just the film school and me. I see, you know I kind of see you know actors. I've talked to actors before and you know like famous people, and you're just like Man, it's just a normal guy, you know. And so I, maybe I see that and they're acting. I don't know what it is. I, I like the video game image creation because that gives me, that's 100% the developer's idea of what this person is and looks like. So I'm sorry. I'm giggling in my head because as soon as you said something about your film school stuff, the first image that pops in my head is that picture that you have of you and the big show when you were in <laughs> Memphis. Yeah. And, so, and so I have that in my head. I'm like, dude, you so got to post that on the Facebook page, you know, just because it's, <laughs> it's just one of those things that popped in my head and I was like, oh my gosh. So it was funny. Um, you do super big and you shake his hand and my, my buddy that was the other uh, film, uh, other camera guy goes, dude, did you shake his hand? And I was like, yeah. He goes, man, it was like sticking your hand in a backpack. (laughs) (laughs) It's so big. I'll never forget that. That was so funny. Um, But anyway, all right. Well, good good discussion about that. Let's get into what we're talking about here today, the Sega Dreamcast Mini Rumors. So I've read about it, and I've watched YouTube videos about it, and here's here's what I can say. Uh, some guy that's important either tweeted or wrote about we're thinking about doing our next mini on either the SG whatever the thing was before the master system or the Dreamcast who knows you know was this funny was this silly I don't remember the guy's name I don't even remember the form it was on so I don't repeat it here because if it's not important to remember after I've read it and saw it on YouTube I don't really care it doesn't really matter (laughs) Sega's talking about potentially releasing a mini console and for what i've seen we're thinking next year sometime so we don't know if it's going to be a sega mini nothing is officially announced our dreamcast mini um but they may skip the saturn and go straight to the dreamcast but we don't know would that be good or bad 
Um, I don't know. I think I think it'd be fine going to the to the Dreamcast because Dreamcast did have you know it it didn't get its just due. It was well ahead of its time, and people kind of overlooked the system. I mean, it, it is a very great system. Controller to me was a little eh. I didn't like the feel of it, but uh, I. As far as a system overall, it was a really nice system. Um, so just looking at it right here, here's that um, thing that you saw. It's an inter- interview <laughs> with Japanese gaming a gaming publication, Famitsu, Sega's Mini Chief. So they actually have a, a mini division, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, Yosuke, Their console uh, division. Okunari said that fans could expect another classic console very soon. So they definitely are um, wanting to do that. And so that's great because everybody that's loves awesome. the minis. The, mini, the minis are great. You know, they've been a big hit. You know, I mean, look at what they've done so far. And he said, I think for, one, for, for the next one, we may go with a concept close to the Mega Drive, Mega Drive Mini. If I have to say some names it could be an sg 1000 mini or a dreamcast mini given that the sg 1000 was a very limited release console from sega in 83 predates the sega master system terrible it's thought idea. the mini version of the dreamcast is far more like likely than an sg 1000 so i feel like it's going to come eventually it's one of those things i mean like I said, Dreamcast didn't get their just due when it first was released and i really think that it should get its you know, it's fair run, and I think a mini system would give it that chance, especially that classic controller. I know it feels weird, but it's it's unique. It looks different, and it's just it's a cool, different controller. My question is: is are they going to have the little attachment things that go into the controller and all that? You know, that's what I would wonder because yeah, I thought BMU. that was a neat. Con- <clears throat> yeah, I thought those were a really neat concept. They could build it in there. I think they would. Um, and so, you know, so we start talking about and I'm kind of debating on where, if I want to mention this now or after we talk about the Dreamcast a little bit more. But let's I think they could build the the, the uh, FMU into the controller. Um, I think that I love the Dreamcast. I love that the games that it had and I love the uh, when it first came out. It was right before the PS2. Or, you know, it was a great time for gaming and everybody wanted it to succeed. And there's people still making games for the Dreamcast now. Um, that you can buy it's just on a CDR. What was that um, game that you loved on it that I think that would be fantastic for it to bring back? Bass fishing. N- no, <laughs> which was awesome. No, no, uh, no. The, the 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 Japanese game. Oh, Shimyu. Shimyu. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. want I didn't want to brutalize the name. I know I brutalize yeah. the name every time I say it. So I think that would be awesome because then you could get to relive the classic you know because that it was a that great was a game. Good game it was really i just hated that it game. ended where it ended at because it's like oh my gosh i want more yeah. you know it, it i mean you can play you it now more. on ps4 they got them now Shinmu one and two okay um and so what so well then what type of games you know you got sonic adventure to be on there jet radio mm-hmm. crazy taxi i'd be awesome to have skies of arcadia on there that's a hard one to get now it's expensive i got it on the uh game Man, i'd eat up some Jet set, right? All, all that, all those games. I <laughs> yeah, mean, Crazy Taxi Sky's, was a blast. And you know, of course, you said Shinmu Soul Calibur was like one of the best fighting games ever. You got yes. Veronica, uh, Code Veronica, Resident mm-hmm. Evil. Um, House of the Dead 2 was fun. It's a light gun deal. I mean, you um, can pull together a good 15 to 20 games. I mean, you don't need the 30, 40 plus games. So a good 15 to 20 games lineup for it would be perfect. And you'd get all the great games that were on it when that in that run, too. Well, that's what I'm kind of getting at. What great games do they still have? Do they have licensing to that? Hopefully, they would have the NFL 2K. I know they don't have the licenses, but maybe just take the names out. Like they did uh, Tecmo Bowl, Nintendo did. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at the games. I don't see anything that's just like blasting off, and I'm getting to something with this. Uh, you know, like you said, the sinews would definitely be Sonic Adventure would need to be. Um, you got Arrow Soul Wings. Caliber, if you have that. Arrow Wings. Arrow Wings uh, flight simulators that people like. People love flight simulators. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, seriously, it's a. It, I didn't play it, so. Um, well, Third Strike, because, uh, you know, Street Fighter. Blue Stinger is a unique one. Oh, I remember that one. Um, so that would be something. I mean, so they've got a game right here that's Eel unreleased. Bleed. 
they got a game that's unreleased. It's Bomberman Online. I know lo- people loved Super Bomberman, so they, they could definitely put that out. And with you know having a small little modem in the back, you could definitely have that there. Yeah, I'd, I mean, I would get it. I'd love. I'd like to see what games they choose. You got Capcom versus SNK. A lot of people love those type of games. It's a good. They're they're a good decent fighting game. Yeah, so Capcom this, would be their best. This is one. the whole reason why you make <laughs> okay, a Dreamcast yeah, right here. This for. game right here, Chicken Run. Well, Chicken Run. I don't even Chicken remember that Run. Game. Chicken it's Run. It's unreleased. It's an unreleased game, but it's Chicken uh, okay. Run. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Power I'm sorry, Stones. I saw that. It just made me laugh. I was waiting for it, but there's no like killer app thing here for it. Um, there's not, but it's just they had somebody. Okay, Daytona USA 2001. I loved good. Day- Daytona. I loved Daytona games. Those were so much fun. Yeah, that needs to be on there for sure. I remember Eel Bleed. Dino being Crisis. A thing. People loved Dino Crisis. Those were pretty decent games. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, Blue Stinger and Eel Bleed. Blue Stinger, I vaguely remember, but I don't know uh, how good it was. Eel Bleed, was, I remember hearing about that all the time. Shadow of the Berserker, that's uh, Sword of the Berserk. You're going to laugh when I say one. this, but they got Echo the Dolphin. They've got to Echo the Dolphin, oh, Defender of the Future. I mean, you got that on there you could play. Well, that, hey, a lot of people liked Echo the Dolphin. No, nobody a, liked Echo, fun. dude. <laughs> so, you, you stay, you go back to your Nintendo. Nobody then. liked go back Echo. To your Nintendo. I'm just saying, nobody, everybody's <laughs> this, this common belief that everybody, nobody liked Echo. They pushed the heck out of that game, man. They wanted everybody to like Echo. Nobody liked it. And you try to get it and try to play it. Maybe I just don't understand. Go look at Angry Video Game Nerds. He just did one on <laughs> Echo the Dolphin recently. It's hilarious. Anyway, um, so here's here's the question for this Dreamcast. Dreamcast sounds awesome. But why not do a Sega Saturn Mini first? Because you're going to come back to... then Because you, you're not, you're not going to go to Dreamcast and then come back with a, a lesser console, right? Mini. Um, you could, and I think it'd probably do fine. But look, you got Knights into the Dreams. I mean, that was one that that's a Sega game that everybody's like, oh, Knights, and it kind of got overhyped and all this, and it wasn't that good. But Panzera Dragoon, man, those I are know. awesome. You but got you Pan- got yeah. Panzera Dragoon Saga, the RPG, that's like five, six, seven hundred dollars. I hate to see what it's like now. Shining <laughs> Force 3, dude. Oh, uh, gosh, a good point. you got Bomberman, I mean- you got Sonic Jam. Uh, Obviously, the virtual cops you can't put. Die Hard Arcade is Sega, dude. You know these are awesome games. Some good ar- you, Shining in the Holy Ark. You got Grand Theft Auto Two on the Dreamcast. You got Daytona USA on a Saturn too. Yes, Mega it's Man. on the Saturn because I had it on the Saturn first, and it was actually just Daytona USA. It wasn't Daytona, 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 yeah, Daytona USA, USA. two thousand one. Yeah, just the right. So, yeah, you had it on there. I remember playing that because mm-hmm, I had the steering wheel and the gas pedals. And that was what made that made the game, yeah, that game so much fun. I mean, yeah, I guess you've got a really great point there. Why not? Why are, why are we jumping? Why are we jumping to the Dreamcast when you have such a great system in the Saturn? Yeah, Saturn you know, was a really good system, man. It was. It was a fantastic system, and I, I I will I will purchase another one one day soon when I find another one because I. I hated that I got you rid of You don't really see them either. I mean, I don't know that I think you don't. about it. I mean, every once in a while, I'll see one at uh, Game Exchange over in Brandon, but um, you just don't see them a lot. And they're great systems, too. I mean, it's really a nice system. Great controls. I mean, well yeah. built. So That's what I would recommend. And I would like that more. I mean, I'm just looking at some of these games. The Panzer Dragon. I like the RPGs. Shining Force, phenomenal games. I love Shining Force. They had a lot of great RPGs on the Saturn. Yeah, and just that I'd never played Saga, uh, Dragoon Saga, but the oh, Panzer Dragoon. Good. Yeah, and I heard everything oh, about. God. Yeah, Die Panzer Hard Dragon Arcade. Dragon. I heard about. It's great, man. Panzer Dragoon is a great game, dude. I'm telling I you, Panzer Dragon. Ever. But there's a did you never played Panzer Dragon, Dragoon Saga? That's like that's after one, two, and three. It's like a art whole RPG thing. Let me actually let me look at how much it is right now on eBay. Yeah, I don't think I ever did get to play. That I never one. even heard of it until. Because I want to see, and this this is what's so good about these mini consoles, it makes the price go down. But oh, yeah. Panzera Dragon Saga. Right off the bat, I'll just P-A-N-Z, and it pops up. Eh, mm-hmm. $1,000. Somebody for a buy it now. Yeah, uh, I'll three fifty. That's instruction manual. My bad. $350 just, for the instruction manual. Let me see what the actual, that's what people are asking. Let me see what the actual wow. thing is. I told you, it's just stupid expensive. We just sold today for complete, very good co- copy. One thousand four forty bucks. One thousand forty bucks. It's like four discs. Somebody give me a thousand dollars to get that. 
Just give yeah, it to me, though. I'm not going to give you back. $500 <laughs> is a steal back in the day. Holy, man. That's crazy. But see, but yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. I, I'm just scrolling through here. I'm still looking at some of the games here on um, Dreamcast as well. I didn't realize that they had a UFC game on there. Oh, did it? Yeah, I, I don't know. Let me look at this list. Whole came list out in here. like 2000. Some of these, I don't know if they're Japanese only. Of course, I could put those on there too. Oh, well, it's got it's got a list of ja- uh, Japanese release date, uh, American release date, and uh, European release date. So, Alone in the dark. Army Man Sarge's Heroes. Army Man games are fun, man. They're so much day. fun. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, sleep, don't sleep on them Army Man games. Uh, All right, here we go. Here's our games, man. WWF Attitude, WWF I heard they were terrible, though, man. <laughs> they probably were. I heard they were just terrible. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I played De- uh, Daytona USA 2000. I, I played it. I played it. It's, it's really similar to the other one. It's just updated stuff. I mean, it, it wasn't much different. I mean, not, not in my opinion, it's, but it's been probably 15 years since I played it, too, or more. Yeah. yeah. I just remember the light gun games. Um, being they were really great. interesting. They were fun on there. Um, Jet Grind Radio was really hyped. I don't think I ever played that, but it was super hyped, and I'm just scrolling through here. So I'm just trying to see what, what I'm missing here. Mortal Kombat Gold was fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got a ton, I mean, a ton of games that are Japanese release only. So, I mean, it was definitely a, it was more of a Japanese system than anything. I mean, you've got a Jeremy McGrath Supercross 2000. I was big into, big fan of Jeremy McGrath when he was, you know, big in the Supercross scene. And so, I mean, that's something that might get people a little hyped to play a little bit. But, I mean, just... They had the Ready to Rumbles on there, but that was on everything at the time. And it's just standard stuff. Resident Evil 2, 3, Code Veronica. I don't know, man. I, I mean, Seaman was the one thing that, you know, they couldn't really do that without a mic and all this kind of stuff. But uh, and Sega Bass, I mean, serious about Sega Bass Fishing, that was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed hey, that it game. It kind of was fun. It was kind of, I kind of enjoyed that game. Yeah, Sega Bass Fishing, Shenmue. Um I mean, you've got, Sonic you've Adventures would be like kind of the main ones. But. I mean, yeah, you've got some good games, but dude, after sitting here going through this and looking at it, man, and, and going back and forth, where's the where's the Saturn Mini? We got to have the Saturn yeah, that's Mini. That's what I think too. Got to have the Saturn Mini, and maybe maybe they're trying to test the water with the Dreamcast Mini, just because you know. I mean, yeah, none of the Genesis Mini it rocks. I love it, dude. It's a, it's a great one. But maybe they're trying to test those advanced systems out a little bit because nobody else has released anything past like Super Nintendo Genesis level. You know, that's 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 the stop of the Mini. And on a side note to that, because I know part of this talk was. A possible Nintendo an N sixty four mini. Nintendo's already said on the books they're not doing it. Yeah. I don't I don't know if that means that they're not gonna do it for real or if they're just postponing it for a while. Yeah, there's no I plan do, right now to do I, it. I, I do know that they have had some issues with trying to um do it well in a mini system. So they just I think they've put it on the side and they're not worried about it because they wanna push their Nintendo online more than anything because that's where they wanna have you go. I don't know what's up with the 64, man. <clears throat> um, it doesn't emulate well. It doesn't. Oh, there goes the beeping for the alarm going off. Same time every night. Uh-oh. <laughs> so she said, yes, it is. Um, <laughs> this is the same, about the same time in our last podcast I mentioned it. but That's um, funny. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, man. It, so Hyperkin put out, this. so they're going to do an N64 mini, or an N64 Hyperkin is. Um, but just rec- just two days yesterday, I got the Hyperkin t- cable that you plug in to your PlayStation 2 to translate and it converts it to HDMI, and it was like thirty bucks. And has a, has a separate power thing. You got a USB, and you got to use the proper. It's like whatever the voltage in one amp, and I used the one point five amp, and it kept flickering a little bit. But you, I switched to the one amp. So all that to say, it's got to be perfect. Just follow the instructions or it won't work exactly right. But regardless, it works really good. Um, so I kind of did some research on it. I also got the Wii one. I hadn't tried the Wii yet. Uh, the, Wii had compon- the Wii had components, so it's, it's capable of doing whatever components do. Um, but a little bit more high definition than just uh, analog or the uh, RGB or whatever it's called. I don't know all the terms, but just the red, green what is it red white and yellow uh but the n64 
uh, cord like that or a plug in like that doesn't do as good because it doesn't it's not capable of pushing uh, it pushes s videos the highest it can do and it just just doesn't look good on a high definition system supposedly it's kind of blurry um you can get the ultra hdmi uh component hooked up in there that's really expensive but if you can do it yourself it's still 150 bucks that's the best way to do it right now the point is that's an internal kit you have to open it up and put that internally so to do a mini system, you would have to have some type of way to push it HDMI. You would have to, yep. which, I mean, you got that for the 64, I mean, the uh, Super Nintendo. I don't know if it's that big a deal or not, but it, it runs off of, supposedly, it uh, the RAM uses the CPU and GPU at the same time. So it causes those dual images that you can't emulate. And you have to have the hardware there. So I don't know if they're not doing a, a Nintendo 64 Mini for multiple reasons. Obviously, like you said, clear, they're trying to, to sell it on their Super Nintendo or on their Nintendo Online. I'm sorry I'm all over the place, man. My, my brain is fried today. It's good, um, man. It's good. We, we, we can roll. Um, but uh, because they're trying to, to get that as a selling point for their Nintendo Online. Or if it's just going to be expensive system because they want to make hardware that, that does it properly. But anyway, we, that's not in the in the cards right now. Is the Hyperkin so, 64 even out? It's not out yet, but supposedly a year ago they can. So they didn't know for sure if it was an emulation or not. A year ago, I just watched a video. They've confirmed that it is emulation, and I don't know if they've gotten a bunch of pushback or they can't get it to work exactly right. So it's still not out yet. Um, I think it's going to be good, but um, Tech USA review Tech USA is what I watched. He's a really good uh, reviewer for some of this stuff, and he brought up a good point, which is I'm spoiled as well. With a retro USB for the Nintendo, with the yep. Super NT for Super Nintendo, these are high quality systems that you can play HD on. They're you know hundred dollars, hundred fifty bucks, and I love playing retro games on them. I love doing that. It's just clear, crisp, it no lag. It just it has built-in Game Genies, all this stuff. Yep. One for Super or Nintendo sixty-four would be awesome, but instead we're getting the Retron Five of in 64 which i will take because it's the only way to play on hd right now besides so we can get some expensive hookups but um to make it look crisp but you know i will take it man i'll be happy if that thing gets released and i'll buy it you know what's gonna happen right what we're fixing to have a new market for ctr tvs again yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's what's gonna be i mean that's i mean that's i mean that's about the only way that you can really play these games and see them the way they're supposed to be seen. Oh yeah, I mean, it is. Don't don't get me wrong. It's nice to be able to play a Nintendo game on my wonderful 4K TV, but it's not the same. It doesn't look the same. Doesn't feel the same. And it, it, I mean, it's just one of those things where how far do you want to push these mini systems? You know, they're great nostalgia, and I love them. Don't get me wrong. I've got the Super Nintendo Mini and I got the Genesis Mini, and great nostalgia, but how far do you want to keep on pushing this and taking that nostalgia to, you know, to, to the modern console, or to the modern TVs and modern technology? Uh, you run into issues like what we're talking about here with the um, N64 Mini. I mean, there's, it's just, it, it, there's two, it's such a weird technology that they had in there to make it run that you can't quite recreate it and emulate it and make it work the way you need to to make it work in a mini system i mean it's just one of those things that might be why they're going to the saturn or that why they're going to the dreamcast instead of the saturn i mean it could be they could be having an issue there too i don't think they would be but maybe that's what it is maybe that's why we not maybe have never got the 32x attachment for our genesis mini that's maybe why we never got they the should. sega cd attachment for our for our uh, genesis mini i That'd mean be so great Whole separate, whole separate mini system that you have to have the original mini to play. It with. Oh, that's so good. That'd be a great idea. Well, the funny thing is, is if you go to your Genesis Mini, it's even got a side port that pops yeah. off, like like it would for the. If you hook it up Sega. to the Sega CD, CD. so I mean, it, who knows why they're not going to give us a N64 Mini? Maybe it's. I mean, well, I mean, we kind of do know the technology is going to you know give them problems, but. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going well, with that kinda, I'm sorry. I'm kind of like you. I uh, went yeah, fogged late, there. <laughs> but this is a late night game chat. That's what we do. But, you know, you look at, um, they made a story. I just remember this. This is one example. They made a story on Facebook. Some, I mean, there's, there's some writer, some, uh, you know, publication is trying to get you to click it. 
But new Super Nintendo games coming to Nintendo Online. So, okay, good. Let's see it. What is it? Donkey Kong Country. Dude, great game. Played it 100,000 times. I got a complete box set uh, box up there on my shelf. I have uh, played it on... You could have got it on the Wii Virtual Console. You could have got it on the Wii U Virtual Console. You could have got it on the Super Nintendo Mini. Um, and why is that a big deal? If you've missed it, if you've loved that game and have never played it since until, you know, back in 94 until Switch comes out, you didn't really, you know, you're not really a Nintendo gamer. I mean, it's just no. perfectly fine to do. I'm not saying that that's, you're not a gamer and you shouldn't do that. I mean, that's perfectly good deal. But who's Nintendo trying to reach here? People that are playing the Switch are usually hardcore Nintendo fans. Nintendo's trying to reach the people that they haven't gotten yet, and they're trying to pick up those last little bits there. Because, I mean, Nintendo's a great system. So, I mean, it's, you know, so I don't know what they're... They released all those mini systems. They're easy to do, Super Nintendo and Nintendo, um, and they're done with it. I mean, they could have a whole other run of Nintendo minis and and Mm -hmm. sell out in a second. I don't even have one. I, I probably would get one. Um, but I don't hardly ever play my, any of my mini systems, but I do like them. I'm just like a Sunday morning jump on and mess around on for a little bit and then get off. Yeah, because it's just something to piddle with. I mean, I, yeah, I, don't, exactly. try, I, don't, I don't do mine very much either. You know, once I start getting my son gaming again, that's what I'm going to start him with is some of those games, some of those things like that, some of the older stuff, because I, to me, you should learn the history and grow up with it. <laughs> so I'll show my son the first Star Wars 4, 5, and 6 first. And then that's, you go back to watch one, that's two, That's what we're doing. He's seen, Absolutely. He, has seen, he has seen four first, and he's going to see five when he gets old enough to be able to deal with the, you know, graphic and the, 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 the deaths and the violence. Cutting open and the, the little beast the at the beginning. Tom, Tom, yeah. Tan, tans, yep. You know, once he can get, those you know, balloon, once he can handle balloon yeah, once, intestines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once he can handle seeing that, then he'll watch that. Because, I mean, you're, you're going to see Luke lose his hand and all that good stuff. Spoiler alert. And if you haven't seen it already, then you're just sad. Yeah. Especially listening to our podcast. So, yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. So, you know, when it comes to the N64, in our N64 let's just play for fun because you can say what would be on the mini system if it was N64 or what games are you looking forward to playing on the Hyperkin. Dude, I got a whole they, wall full over if, here. If they don't put <clears throat> Conker's Bad Fur Day on a mini, if they made a 64 mini, they I'd probably never won't. buy it. I don't yeah. care. I won't buy it then. Yeah. Got to have Conker's Bad Well, they're not going to do it for multiple such, reasons. But. That's such a great game. Oh, I know why they're not going to do it, because it's a it's an NC-17 game. I mean, it, it was one of the fir- one of the first NC-17 games that Nintendo ever put out. Yeah. And it is NC-17, no lie. It's it's pretty... He, he gets pretty rude and grotesque there. Although, the funny thing is, is in nowadays terms, it might not be NC-17, because, you know, we were a little <laughs> more censored back then. I don't know, man. You can watch some of these 80 movies, and they... You know, be pg but it ain't pg back then it's not the same as pg now pg was worse point. back then that's true um but yeah conquerors i mean it's rare so it probably won't be on there like rare the, the developer killer instinct gold should be on there but that's rare as well i said so what about donkey kong country and i would assume you know that's that's a rare game too but it's donkey kong is a nintendo ip so mm-hmm. i would think that's how they somehow got around that um but i would love for them to make a deal with rare and have golden eye have conquers, yes. you know, even if it's an edited version. I mean, I don't care. I, don't, I never played that one, but um, Killer Instinct Gold would have to be on there, you know, stuff like that. But even uh, so, you can buy the Killer Instinct Gold cart or the Conquers Bad Fur Day cart. Exactly. Don't give me a watered down version King. of Conquers. I'm sorry. No, I know. Yes, that's the whole point. Is <laughs> I, play, I played Conquers Bad Fur Day when it was on the 360, when it was live and reloaded, and it was it's the, not the watered. Same, right? It's the watered down version. Oh my gosh, it's so terrible compared to the yeah. real game. Why don't I mean, just do the real like, one, man? That's what I'm saying. Why don't you just remake the real one and just be done with it? I mean, we yeah. do remakes all the time anyway. Yeah, we want to do a watered down version because we don't think people liked all the the trash talk and everything that it had going on. That's what made that it was, so fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was so fu- it was silly though because it was like if it was if it was a if it was people, I could understand to water it down. It's a squirrel. Yeah. It is a squirrel living all of these different weird realities here you know because there, it's one time he's fighting aliens from the movie alien there's you know one time he's on the he's storming the beach of normandy like indeed like d-day on Saving the Private war two i mean it's just there's so many of these yeah he actually does, yeah, does that kind of like that i mean he just so, he does so much of that pop culture stuff at the time in a very twisted way 
And mm-hmm. I'm like, it was fun. That's what made it fun and silly. It was silly, dark humor. Yeah. Sorry I went on that rant, but as you know, Conker's Bad Friday is probably my most favorite N64 game ever. Well, that's what you would play on there. Um, GoldenEye, I would play, you know, probably uh, Legend of Zelda again. And there's a bunch, dude. Now, those I mean, there's games are actually fun. Paper Mario is awesome. Wayne Gretzky oh gosh, 3D yeah. Hockey, great. Oh, gosh, yes. That was such a good <laughs> one on 64. So I would love to be able to do those again. I mean, because I, I love the you, you talk about the the way that it looks. Um, I've seen, you know even the ultra rogue squadron man. Oh gosh, that'd be so great. <laughs> but um, to see them on the um, I like the high definition version, even on the N sixty four. But I love the high definition Super Nintendo, and I love the high definition Nintendo. I like those better because when you think back, that's the way they you remember them as being very clear. And so so that Hyperkin table I got when I plug up my um, PlayStation two. It's still kind of blurry. My son's like, why is it blurry? But it's about as close as you can get. And I wonder if it was blur- more blurry back in the day than I it was now. I love the post you put on Facebook about yeah, how we hilarious. remember games and how they yeah. really were. Because like, we remember games and it's like, oh my gosh, it looks so awesome. I remember when I turned on Rogue Squadron for the first time on my 4K TV here. And it was like, oh wow, this is not how I remember it. you yeah. know. And then it's like sitting there thinking about it. It's like, wait, this is exactly how I remember it. But in my head, because I can make it look how I want, it looked amazing yeah. because that was the best at the time. And we, I remember playing GoldenEye all the time in college. Me and uh, me and Mike played all the time. Like after class, I didn't play a little GoldenEye. Yes, just we played it. Played um the world is not enough. I believe that's the other one on the N sixty four. Whatever the, the blue card on the N sixty four. I think it's the world is not enough. Played that all the time, and then he got a PS two. So the same. This, this is the first console I remember being like scarce. It's a PS two, and people were selling it on Facebook yeah. or eBay for thousand dollars, and it was like a four hundred dollars system. But um, I don't remember exactly. Maybe been three hundred, but whatever. His girlfriend bought it for him off of eBay for an expensive price. <laughs> and, I, know, I remember um, that. <laughs> and so we started playing it. And whatever games it was, I don't remember what we were playing on it. And then we said, let's go back and play Goldeneye. And even back then in 2000, you know, uh, we played Goldeneye. I was like, man, this is, do you remember it looking this way? And we were like, uh, no, I said, it's all unclear and stuff. Even back then, after playing the PS2, then jumping back to the N64, I remember that very specifically. We thought it looked unclear. Because it's no longer the best. Well, I'm just saying it's unclear. You know, usually... It did look super blurry. So then you play it on one of these TVs now, and you wonder: is that the way it always looked, or is it not looking good because it's on a high definition TV and it's only doing a 480 or a 240 or whatever it's going to be doing, and it's trying to get translated to the 180 or 1080? So you know, it's hard to uh, tell for sure. But I, I think it looked a lot worse than like that. The point <laughs> is, the hyper can I play in probably looks better than it did back in the day. But you're still probably like, so. oh, what the heck, man? So. Anyway, guys, I think that is enough for tonight. We have rambled. Uh, yeah, we've rambled. I'm sleepy. Clear sleepy. I'm always sleepy. Yeah, and so <laughs> uh, check us out, guys, on Facebook.com slash HNKEXP. Our email address is HNKEXP at gmail.com. And if you got a question or a topic that uh, you think would be fun to discuss, just hit us up, and we'll see what we can do. So appreciate you guys listening and have a good night. Take care, everybody.